0: yo, what it do? Welcome back to the Daily 59th Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Louie Larocco. Tonight, I'm joined by another very special guest. He's an old roomie from college, a good friend, and a solid ball player. Please welcome my man to the set, Z-Train Leota. Zach, brother, how you been during this quarantine? You know, I've
1: been all right. You know, just, you know, helping out at the house, you know, keeping myself busy between, you know, Practicing baseball, working out, stuff like that, doing no schoolwork.
0: Now, what about you, brother? Yeah, dude, I've been chilling. I mean, quarantine. We got this for another month, so just keeping up this podcast, that's all we could do. Uh, you know, yeah. tonight we got a nice little lesson planned, and I'm ready to hop right into it. You know, uh, tonight we're going to be discussing a little bit about. Yankees all-time teams, best de- decades, and favorite decades, and I'm gonna hop right into it, starting you know early late 20s. How about that 27, 28 New York Murder Row team? I
1: mean, that team was absolutely unstoppable. You know, you had, you had Babe Ruth, you know, and Lou Gehrig.
0: Arguably you know, the goat. Arguably the goat with Ruth.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, Ruth's stat line. You know, three. 356 batting average, arms um, 164 RBIs, which is you know that's
0: animal that's man, crazy great year. And
1: Lou, Lou Gehrig hitting 373 with 47 and 175 RBIs. Animal, that's, that's crazy. And then you know even their even their pitchers, you know during this decade, you know uh, Wade Hoy 22 and seven with 263 ERA. Uh, Herb Panock, um, 19 Three. wins, 8 yeah.
0: losses. Three, all yeah. right. Great year. Yeah. 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 I mean, the pitching staff, solid. Hitters, obviously. I mean, cold murders row. They got, they got Tony Lazari. I mean, a shortstop right, right there. A young team. Babe Ruth, you know, 32 years old, still putting up the numbers. I mean, Ruth that year, like you said, 356 with... You know, at the time, all the way until 61, which we'll get into later, 60 home runs at the plate for Babe Ruth. You know, talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, that season was absolutely phenomenal,
0: you know. Was not Um, seen. 60 home runs in 27. I mean, it's incredible.
1: Yeah, I mean, and not for nothing, you know, Babe Ruth played 151 games that year, you
0: know. (sighs) That ain't seen. Garrett with 155.
1: Yeah. You know, during this time period the season wasn't as long mm-hmm. as, you know, that today's one hundred and sixty two. Yeah. Um you know, and yet still and this was still considered a quote unquote dead ball era, you know. Yep. Where I mean, the technology we have
0: today, you know, the way ball baseballs are made, bats are made, the yeah. way mechanics are um, conditioned Athletic ability of players. I mean, great year. Being able to do what Babe Ruth did, not only this year, but in basically throughout his whole career. This, This can arguably be, I know we're starting off early, but arguably the greatest, not just Yankee team, but team of all time in baseball. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, we're talking about a team, 110 wins during the regular season. They sweep Pittsburgh in the in the World Series. I mean, just just a phenomenal year. Yeah, it was
1: ridiculous. And then this
0: wow. this leads right into a back to back title where they win in 28, going 101 and 53, sweeping the Cardinals in, in the World Series. And at this point, I mean, a Murder's Row, just primetime peak for this yeah. team. Exactly. You know
1: um again with Derek Ge- uh, another stellar season 374 babe, yeah um 27 homers 147 rbis and you know babe ruth hitting 323 with 54 and 146 now let's let's stop and talk about that for a second i mean
0: 33 is babe, old too yeah
1: Animal. the year be- year before year before
0: you know it's 60 homers and then the foul that up keeps it up
1: yeah keeps it up
0: I, I mean that's just that's it's crazy i mean know? uh truly is i mean in my opinion as in you know being a ball player and you look at all the all-time greats and you know you have the young kids today saying oh mike trout mike trout he's on pace and no mike trout a great player but but when you look at baseball at a whole you cannot overshadow what babe ruth did for the game Am I right? Yeah, just incredible.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, like we said, 20s, great decade, arguably the best, which we'll get into in a little bit. But moving right along into the 30s, what were you thinking as in that best team of the decade in the 1930s for the Yankees?
1: You know, that's a tough pick because, you know, you have 32, Uh um, you know, where they had nine Hall of Famers on the team. Um, and that was the same year where Ruth called his uh, world famous shot. You're right. Um, you know, yeah, guys like like Ruth, you know, doing what he usually does. Gehrig, another spectacular year. Tony Lazare, which not a lot of Yankees fans know, but Tony Lazare hit 300 with 15 home runs and 113 RBIs. That's phenomenal, and that pitching staff as well phenomenal staff lefty Gomez winning twenty four games, Red Ruffing, which not a lot of people know this about Red Ruffing. Red Ruffing was actually an amazing hitter for a pitcher. He's he was this era's Madison bum runner. Yeah. For like pitchers as far as like a hitting ability. You know. And it swept the Cubs in the series. But also another team I really want to touch on is the thirty nine Yankees and
0: this was a season where Lou Gehrig had his retirement. You know, one of the greatest speeches of all time in the history of anything. I mean, the speech heard around the world.
1: Yeah, I mean that that speech for everyone who is listening into this podcast right now. If you haven't listened to that speech,
0: please check it.
1: Stop. Yeah. Stop what you're doing right right now. As much as I don't want to say this, you know, stop the podcast, go listen to it, and then come back to the podcast so you understand what we're talking about here. But,
0: you know. Great. Um, Like we said, and this was, you know, Garriggs last year as he's going out with the Lou Gehrig's disease, which they would name after him. But looking through that, you know, they had 39. Babe Ruth, an older guy, 37 years old, still putting up numbers. I mean, we're talking about a guy 341 batting average with 40-plus home runs. (laughs) That's
1: crazy, you know. And, you know, for him to do something like that at his age, at how old he was during that season, that's incredible. And this was the emergence of Joe DiMaggio. This season really was the emergence of DiMaggio, all-time Yankees great and all-time great as well, hitting three eighty one with 30 home runs, 126 RBIs. And, you know... Uh, Red Ruffing, you know, twenty-one game winner. Lefty Gomez, you know, um, most Yankee fans who you know or older Yankee fans know who this is. You know, he was a great Yankees pitcher. You know, this was an all-around great team, and perhaps one of the best managers in the history of the Yankees, Joe McCarthy, mm-hmm. managing for the team. Yeah, you, know, you
0: know, just touching was, touching a little bit on that Joe DiMaggio year, twenty-four years old. Now this stat line itself we haven't seen in a while. 381 batting average. This is crazy. 126 126 RBIs with 30 home runs. This this isn't yeah. this is an eight-hitter outfield, we're also talking about. Yeah. Stellar performance um hasn't really been duplicated in modern day. When we look at you know you know the late grade Jody, and now we're also talking Joe DiMaggio. Now He's 24 years old. Him, you know, a yeah. guy at that age doing that.
1: Yeah, exactly, you know.
0: So, I mean, definitely uh phenomenal. Phenomenal year. Same you got, is. you know, think, you know, that was great for the 30s, hitting on 32 and 39 really being the main. You got anything really for the 40s looking back on that decade?
1: Um, actually, I got a lot on that decade. You know. <laughs> hear um, it. you know, Yankees go 101-53, win the World Series 4-1 to over the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, that was at 41. Cha- yeah, this is 41. Joe McCarthy, um, manager again. Um, and then some of the players on this team. I mean, Bill Dickey. Um,
0: Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto.
1: Phil Rizzuto was Great shortstop. A phenomenal shortstop. Um, again, this was DiMaggio just... Tearing the cover off the ball. 357. Um, um, not a lot of Yankee fans know this guy, but Charlie Keller actually hit 33, 33 bombs on 22 RBIs and had a very respectable 298 batting average.
0: On very, day. very respectable. I Another mean, even even look at, look at the team. bullpen. Red ruffing, Lefty Gomez.
1: Yeah. Phenomenal.
0: Love it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> great team. Yeah. Even the ERA yeah. is low, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, Yankees on this team, you know, had six starting pitchers, you know, mm-hmm. and their highest ERA for any of those pitchers was Mark Bueller with a 409 ERA, which that's it's not even that bad per se, you know?
0: 43 was also a great year. I mean, taking away a couple of their big things, you don't have DiMaggio over here. And, really, they're just led by Bill Dickey, their catcher, who hit 351 in uh, 1943. They go on to win the World Series against St. Louis. They have a respectable 98-win record. I mean, that's also another top team of that decade, I would say.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, you know. And this team actually, you know, was a very scrappy team Mm -hmm. also as well, you know. You look at the stats of this team's hit, these hitters on this team, you know, Really, the only standout guy here is again Charlie Keller, you know, with 30, with 31 and 86. You know, yeah, but the rest of these guys, you know, they're all scrappy players, you know, and this team, you know, go out and win. You know, it kind of reminds me of the San Francisco Giants in 2010, you know, scrappy. scrappy team that you know just put together wins and just knew how to win games and ultimately won a world series you know and this this yankee team of 43 you know definitely has a lot of comparisons of um
0: that's 2010 yeah Yeah. you know a great way to end off the decade in typical yankee fashion 1949 they go 97 and 57 they beat Brooklyn in the World Series, and we're talking about a team led by a 24-year-old Yogi Berra. Talking about a Phil Rizzuto, prime shortstop, Billy Johnson. Um, You know, talk about that a little bit, 1949 Yanks. What do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely a gr- another great Yankees team, you know, and this team you're seeing got a lot more guys step up. Um, Tommy Henrik, you know, 24-85 with the two eighty seven batting average.
0: Animal. Yeah, 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 I did like that.
1: Obviously, obviously, you know, Phil Vizzuto, you know, guys like Ferra coming to their own. Um, you know, this is more DiMaggio's ta- tail end of DiMaggio's career.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean. It's, well, yeah, 100%. But still, a guy yeah. hitting 300s, you know what I mean, throughout the years. Still a great yeah, player. I
1: mean, still hitting. 386 now. <laughs> That's insane. Granted, now, granted, DiMaggio only plays 76 games in this season. I yeah. would love to see what he could have done if he had a full season this, this one because, you know, again, DiMaggio was, he was throughout his whole career was a phenomenal player.
0: I mean, really you just know? thinking about Joe DiMaggio, he is, I don't want to say slept on because, you know, he's a Hall of Famer and all this stuff. Great, One of the greatest Yankee outfielders of all time. But, I mean, when we're talking about, all time and people throw in the outfield talk. You know, we did an earlier episode on this, but when you think about outfielders, people think obviously before him a guy like Griffey, Barry Bonds, but when you think about Joe DiMaggio, a guy only six foot two, we're also talking about a guy he was with Marilyn Monroe. You know. Yeah. So really yeah. just uh I mean,
1: he had he had it all. He had it all.
0: He had it all. <laughs> I
1: mean, you know, here's the thing too. He missed 43, 44, and forty five. Yeah, that would have been his age 28, 29, and thirty season.
0: Who would have known what would have happened? Serving.
1: Yeah, exactly. He was serving in the military.
0: He in did the it all of
1: his baseball career.
0: He did it all. Joe D cannot yeah. sleep on just an all time great. You exactly. know what I mean? Really, Joe can. D number five retired forever. Yeah. Great. Dude, you know, we're actually going to... You know, that gives me a great idea. We'll do a future episode on uh, you know, Greatest Yankee by the Number. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll say that out now. That's a great episode. Just thinking about that's
1: that. That's actually... That's actually a perfect episode,
0: that really. Is, that is a great episode. You know, going through yeah. this, you know, going through the years, now we hit the 50s. And the 50s started off right with a bang. Sweep over the Phillies in the, in the first World Series of the decade. Casey Stangle managing... Um. Really, just talking about an all-time team.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you have Yogi Berra, you have Joe DiMaggio coming coming back, you know, for a full season and hitting 32 home runs, 122 RBIs. Um, you know, Hank Bauer hitting 320. I mean, Phil Rizzuto hitting 324. I mean, this team was phenomenal. Phenomenal up at the plate, you know And You know, cap off Too with, you know, some pitchers That they had on this team too um, They had Vic Grassy a 21 game Winner um, And you know, you also see on this team This was Whitey Ford's rookie year At age 21 It was, he
0: yeah up, He ends up going 9-1 and one With a 281 ERA I mean 20, 21 years old, by the way 21.
1: I mean, so that's phenomenal. And, you know, as a lot of Yankee fans know, Whitey Ford is one of the all-time greatest Yankee pitchers of all time. Just
0: pitchers in general. Just great career. Yeah, Yeah, great career. And especially at such a young age, putting up those numbers, looking back, like we mentioned, their roster, a 25-year-old Yogi Berra, 322 at the plate, just, you know, 388 OBP and close to 600 slugging. So great year there as well.
1: You know, that was a great team and you know the Yankees followed
0: that up fifty
1: one. Also by winning fifty one, fifty-two,
0: fifty-three. And, um, you know. You be- know, before we keep going, actually, I just wanna I just wanna make this personal opinion. I think most Yankee fans could agree with this just by the numbers. But when you think about the greatest Yankee decade of all time, uh personally, even with those nineties and those Murders Row and everything put together I don't think there's a doubt, in my mind or really any Yankees fan, that the 50s were the greatest time of baseball in New York history. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, they win six championships like, that day. Like
0: you mentioned earlier, they win in 50, 51, 52, 53, now remember, they just won in the 40s as well, so they're coming, they just won 48, 49, all those in the 40s, so they're 53. 54, they don't make it to the World Series because Willie Mays, he makes the famous catch. They don't get there. But 55, they get back. They lose to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I mean, who uh, who's the pitcher on Brooklyn? Um, Sandy Koufax. Sandy Koufax, who goes on with the full dynasty and everything. But you look at the 55. They win in 56. 57, they get there, but they lose to Milwaukee. Milwaukee Braves at the time. They get back there in 58. And in fifty nine they lose. And yeah, they win it in fifty eight. So look at just being a part of that postseason picture for all those years. There's there's literally been nothing duplicated like that in all sports besides possibly the sixties Celtics and the nineties Bulls. That's about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but even those teams, you know, um they in my eyes they don't compare to the greatness that
0: these fifties, yeah.
1: Because, you know what? They had a deal, Yankee players. They had this they had to deal with a full, full season. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, you guys are playing hundred fifty oh, games. You know, I'm looking at you know if you you really look into the you know the fifties, you look at the 1953 season, and we're talking about a team, you know, 99 wins. Yogi Berra in the prime of his career, hitting just under 300. Mickey Mantle. You know, twenty-one years old Mickey Mantle on this team.
1: Yeah. You know, um, he hits tw- twenty-one home runs, ninety-two RBIs, yeah. two ninety-five batting average
0: at age twenty-one. Yeah, that ain't done.
1: Twenty-one of, years
0: old. Yeah, guy was a beast. You know, look, looking through those fifties, looking through the fifties. If you had to say, what what do you think was the best Yankee team?
1: That's tough, but you know what? I really I I love the fifty three Yankees, you yeah, know. Do you? you know, they have Barra, Rizzuto, Mantle. It's a great
0: team right there.
1: They, and also they had underlying guys such as Gene Woodling who hit three oh six, you know. Um and really just an all-around great club. Whitey Ford um, being the ace of that staff at age 24 mm-hmm. with an 18-6 and record.
0: Animal, um, animal.
1: You know, it was just it was an all-around great team. And there's multiple Hall of Famers on this team, you
0: know. Well, that's the thing about that that decade itself. Multiple Yankee Hall of Famers. Uh, 50s, I think we could definitely agree. Uh, Probably the greatest decade for a professional sport team In the history of baseball, nevertheless And possibly sports itself Oh, no doubt No doubt I mean, that leads us right into the 60s, really With 1961 Yankees Which is, in my opinion A top five, possibly top three Greatest Yankee team Team itself of all time
1: Definitely
0: You know, why don't you talk about that a little bit
1: all right. So starting off, starting off, anybody who doesn't know 1961 Yankees, this team was like a re, like a rejuvenated as row mm-hmm. with Elston Howard behind the dish. You had Bobby Richardson, who not a lot of guys. Yankee fans, you know, know who Bobby Richardson is. Bobby Richardson had a fantastic career. He won, I believe, it was four or five Gold Gloves. You know, consistently in the lineup, consistently doing what he had to do. You know, making the routine play. Mm-hmm. And then you also had, you know, Yogi ba- Yogi Berra which the Yankees stuck him in left field because, you know, you have Elson Howard behind the plate. Yeah. You know, and...
0: Yogi's at the end of his career, you know.
1: Yogi, Yogi's, you know, his legs are getting shot and everything.
0: Yeah, he's at the end of his career.
1: Yeah, 36 years old. But then you got Mantle in his prime and Maris as well. The 61 home run, home run he race. Broke, he, I mean,
0: he broke Babe Ruth's 27, 1927 record, Maris, but, that year. Which, I mean, I just, want, I just want to touch on that a little bit. Um, you know, a guy like Roger Maris, you know, both Maris and Mantle, two outfielders for that Yankee team, home run race uh, without steroids. You know what I mean? Obviously not the 60s and 70s like McGuire and Sosa. But we're talking about a guy, it's 1961, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, 54 and 61 they both put up at the plate.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's it's ridiculous, you know. And then, you know, to complement that as well, you know, that pitcher is of like what? Whitey Ford wins 25 games.
0: Only four losses. Season. Only four losses.
1: Four losses. Four losses in that season. Bill Stratford, 14-9, 2-6-8 Phenomenal. You
0: know. You look at you most know, of those pitchers. Of that is hands um, down one of the greatest teams probably assembled. Yeah.
1: Now, after '62, as we know, the Yankees don't don't end up winning the Fall Classic until
0: 1977. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, they they win in '62 uh, with you know respectable 96 wins, but like you said, yeah, they don't win until late '70s. Yeah. T- touch I on mean, that a little bit.
1: I mean, that was a time period where you know the Yankees were just falling short every year. Um, I believe you know that decade they won a few they won a few pennants you know they did um you know but
0: ultimately they re- they couldn't capture that world series title until 77 you know? 78 that's what really makes that uh that 61 team so special because you know they win back to back 61 62 and they don't end up you know you know they get back there throughout the 60s with that mantle maris combo but they don't end up winning it, like you said, till it was well, they get back in sixty six, they lose to Cincinnati, and uh but then like you said, they, they win in uh in seventy seven. Hundred wins, sixty two yeah. losses. Uh, you know, Maine obviously everyone know remembers that that year from the three straight home runs, three straight pitches by Reggie Jackson. Yeah. You
1: know, compliment Jackson in that lineup, you know at seventy seventeen. Yeah, Thurman Munson, you know, at age thirty, prime of his career behind the plate, hitting eighteen bombs, hundred RBIs with three oh eight batting average, you know, yeah. all around great hitter, great player, you know. Greg Nettles tra- Yeah, Greg Nettles, you know
0: third base, a little older, thirty two, but still putting up, you know, respectable numbers.
1: I mean, you want to say respectable, thirty seven home runs 107 RBIs I mean that's that's pretty good you know Bucky Dent Bucky Dent which you know as you know Bucky Dent you know the um, the next year you know hits hits a home run on the last day of the season you know send the Yankees to playoffs over the Red Sox Mm you know you got got Willie Randolph which you know even though you had Willie Randolph and today and people today's eyes you know um, he's looked at more as what he did as a coach, you know, with the Mets, and also he was a coach for the Yankees as well, and also Chris Chambliss on this team too, hitting 17 home runs, 90 RBIs, you know, putting up respectable numbers in that aspect as well.
0: You know, and as we finish up the 70s, then we just get into a, just a train wreck of a decade, yeah. the 1980s. Yeah, I mean, 1980's definitely
1: a decade, Yankees fans, you know. We, we all, as Yankees fans, would love to forget that whole decade. I mean, you know, that whole decade, it was just, it, it was hard to watch, you know. Um,
0: it was a train wreck. You look through the years, I mean, 82, only 79 wins. I mean, they put up 90 wins in 83, but still no run in the playoffs. Only third in the AL East. That's you know that's a tough, that's a tough division. Remember, and now you you hit 84. You got Yogi as the manager. Um, I believe on this team they had, they had um, Dave Winfield who had you know he had, he had a fine. He had a fine plate appearance. You had Don Mattingly, who goes down as a great first baseman in team history. Guy bats three forty three this that year, so he's carrying the team on its back.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, tough. one player, one player, as we all know, can't one or two players can't carry a whole team.
0: Not in baseball, you at know, least. Not in baseball. Not
1: Baseball, you know, Ron Guidry having a down year, which. People who don't know Ron Guidry, Ron Guidry was a great lefty pitcher for the Yankees. You know, um, he actually won multiple ERA crowns, uh, multiple win crowns. Um, you know, yeah, no, hundred percent, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um,
0: just, just overall tough decade, and ending off the decade having, I think, both me and you can agree, the worst. Yankee team of all time, that 1989, 74-win team. You know, touch on that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that
1: team, it, it was tough to watch, you know. Um,
0: you got well, a, you got about maybe one or two guys hitting the threes, and it's Mattingly, of course, trying to carry the team on his back. Ricky Henderson yeah. trying to steal a couple bases, of course. But uh, other than that, really just, just, a, just a bad year.
1: Exactly, you yeah. um, know. And then, you know, 1990.
0: That's that honestly was, probably arguably the worst team ever.
1: That team was a complete train wreck. Um, <laughs> finishing dead last in the AL with 67 wins, 95 losses. Um, Terrible. Yankees get Jesse Barfield, who, you know, okay, he put up he put up halfway decent stats. I believe he had 246,
0: 25. not bad.
1: I mean, he put up 25 25 and 78, which, you know, that's not terrible. But Jesse Barfield, he was the superstar outfielder. Mm -hmm. I mean.
0: Yeah, right field, yeah. You know. Disappointing. Yeah. Mattingly
1: struggled the whole season. He had back issues. Um, Bucky Dent was fired during this season, right before a game against the Red Sox. Um, George Steinbrenner ends up getting banned from Baseball for Life um, when he uh, decided to pay a private investigator to dig up some dirt on Dave Winfield. Um, Actually, the person that Steinbrenner was paying once actually worked for Winfield's Charity Foundation. (laughs) You know? It's terrible. It's just embarrassing. Now, as we know, George Steinbrenner was reinstated in 93. Yeah. And, you you know, rest in peace. But you know, this 1990 New York Yankees—it was an absolute train wreck. You
0: know, rest in peace, Hank uh, Seinbrenner as well. The recent news.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. You know, um, actually, one of my one of the guys I play with over at um, my school—he um, actually know—he actually no know, he actually like he's met um Hank, Hank Steinbrenner.
0: Well, he had that team. He had the team on the island, the the Hank's Yanks. Remember that when we were younger? Yeah. He had that oh, yeah. little team. I remember playing them when I was a little kid. Yeah, and
1: you know, um,
0: that team, that team actually was you know very well put together team. You know, they actually had authentic Yankees jerseys. You're right. They had you a know, cool. They had a, they had a cool ass logo too. That was awesome, man. Definitely rest in peace. I'm trying to get on a little yeah. brighter of a note. As you see, 90s don't start off well, you know, averaging 70 to 75 wins each each season. But, uh, you know, the big thing that hits, managing change, 1996. Uh, 96 Yankees, 92-win team. They, they beat the Braves in the series. Touch on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, great team, you know. Um, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter's uh, first
0: full year in the bigs, you know. 22 years he, old.
1: You have to see what he did. Tina Martinez in his absolute prime, playing up 25, one or just 17. Um, That's you know, a good year. Boggs, even, even though Boggs was at. <clears throat> excuse me. Even though Boggs was more at his last days playing. You know, last few years still
0: a, he, put, he still put up a he he still put up a three eleven batting average. You know, that's respect yeah, right there. You
1: know, that's it, still a very respectable.
0: Paul O'Neill, the know. animal.
1: Yeah, I mean Paul O'Neill for anybody who doesn't know Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill went from being one of the craziest baseball players <laughs> to one of the nicest players, and you know today is one of the announcers for the Yankees. Yeah. Um, but also oh, on this team too, Bernie Williams. You know. You see throughout these great Yankees teams, every huh. great Yankees team has a phenomenal center fielder.
0: You look back even phenomenal at the 50s, the 50s you had um, Mantle, and like you said, the 90s, Bernie.
1: Yeah, and you know, going back to the 30s and 40s where you know, you have the DiMaggio era. Um, really, there wasn't, on really any of the great Yankees teams, there wasn't. A bad Yankee center fielder. There really,
0: there wasn't. This was also prime Andy Pettit at the time. Three eight seven ERA, thirty four. You know what I mean? Just animal.
1: Twenty one wins. I mean, and keep in mind Pettit during this season was only twenty four years old.
0: Youngest pitcher on the, on the staff. Younger than yeah. Mariano at the time, and Mariano was twenty six.
1: Yeah, and you know, as we all. Know Mariano Rivera for the beginning of his career. You know it was a little uncertain. You know what his role would be, and he ended up being the relief man for John John Wetland. And it wasn't until '97 uh, where they he switched gets his it. Yeah, big break where well, I believe Wetland uh, went down with um with an injury at thinking this early in the season or something like that, and. Mariano Rivera comes in mm. and just blows away people. Oh, I know. I mean, 43 saves that year. And, you know, as we know, Mariano Rivera is the greatest closer of all time.
0: You know, yeah. that that actually leads us right into, you know, 97. They get eliminated early in the playoffs. But 98, uh, arguably... If not number one, top two greatest, not just Yankee teams of all time, but greatest teams ever assembled on a baseball diamond. Touch on that a little bit.
1: I mean, this season, you know, you have Posada finally coming in, you know. Um, 114
0: you know, wins. They ridiculous. go 114 I mean, wins. They go They go 11-2 in the playoffs, only two losses to the Indians in the ALCS. They sweep. Uh, a sorrowful San Diego Padre team in that World Series. And you just look at the numbers. I mean, you just look at the numbers. Jeter, 324 batting average. Bernie, 339 batting average.
1: Yeah, I mean, this team this team had it all.
0: Um, an, underrated, you know an underrated Chuck Knobloch playing a stellar second base.
1: Yeah. Now, for anybody who doesn't know Chuck Knobloch, Chuck Knobloch Throughout his career, was a very, very solid second baseman, Scrappy unfortunately. player. Unfortunately, at the end of his career, you know, he got the yips, and you know, which exited him out of baseball
0: real uh, quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. But,
1: you know nine, this '98 team, you know, it had superstars, also combined with very solid players. You know,
0: it had um, Pettit, Wells, Cone. <laughs> Prime Mariano, twenty-eight years old, three and zero with a with a by the way a sub two ERA, which is unheard of. Yeah, and
1: just to cap off Mariano Rivera's excellence, little fun fact: more people have landed on the moon than have reached base against Mariano Rivera <laughs> this season. So you know,
0: just just a little. I mean right we could talk about that in just a little bit but um personally before we do do you possibly agree that that 98 team is hands down just alone teams alone the greatest yankee team of all time
1: Um that's a tough choice I mean
0: cuz you have you have 27
1: you have 61 You got 61
0: I would say those are the top 3 you know we'll get in, we'll get into that a little bit let's let's move right along through the decade, because that's a great question. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, you know, from 98 moving on to 99, back-to-back, sweeping the Braves again. This was Jeter's really breakout year. I mean, they go 98-64. and Jeter goes 349 at the plate. He's got nine triples to back it up with 219 hits. Most guys don't hit over 200 hits throughout a year. You know, uh, Z-Money, talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, to achieve over 200 hits in a season um we even hit a baseball alone at for all sport, sports people um you know hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports mm-hmm. that requires the most skill in sports and Derek Jeter does that at the highest level possible and hits 349 with 2 219 hits 24 home runs 102 RBIs um just a phenomenal season by the captain um, along with bernie williams who you know also hits 342 in this season with 25 home runs 115 rbis
0: bernie williams um, incredible
1: yeah he he actually had 200 plus hits this, se- this season too you know 202 hits and this yankees team all around was just, it was unstoppable. Jorge Posada, I mean, it, Jorge
0: Posada in his prime.
1: Yeah, I mean, even though Posada for Posada's standards, he did have a down year, but also he was splitting time a lot with Joe Girardi as well, you know.
0: Another thing to mention is uh, Mariano's ERA, another guy. A one 8 ERA with 70 innings pitched. I mean, incredible.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's crazy. You know, you don't normally... If you look at Mariano Rivera's stats, you know, Mariano Rivera, not many guys who are relievers get Cy Young votes. Mm -hmm. Mariano Rivera was constantly in the talk for Cy Young. Yeah. He constantly, throughout his whole career, he...
0: He is what you call Dominant. the perfect pitcher. I mean, another thing is, you know, the the management. Brian Cashman, his second year, you know, he goes back-to-back, which will lead to even more rings in the future. But Cashman, as a general manager, doing a great job putting these pieces together on the Yankees, you know? Yeah,
1: here's the thing about Cashman. Cashman makes very savvy moves. Mm-hmm. He, gets, he gets, every once in a while, he'll get the big fish like we see today. With, Cole, know, Garrett, Brandon, Cole. Gar- Garrett Cole you know a few years back Brandon Stanton, but let's talk about Brian Cashman for a second He signed last offseason DJ LeMahieu to a two-year $29 million contract mm-hmm. Two years for $29 million DJ LeMahieu this past season was
0: He had the best batting best average in the game. AL, we're the second best, yeah
1: he was perhaps the best player in the AL. Most consistent. Most consistent. When you wanted a guy up at the plate.
0: Yeah, it's a shame that he. It's well, a shame that that home run, you know, didn't matter. You know what I mean? He got that home run in the ALCS against the Astros. Yeah. That cheating team, yeah. and then and then Jose hit that that little dinker home run. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean way that season ended that was that was tough to watch, you know. That season along with twenty seventeen, you know, that was two seasons where Yankees were right there. And it was two seasons also where the Yank, where you as a fan, you loved watching Yankee baseball. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't just, oh, they they have superstars throughout the lineup. It was guy it was young players yeah. coming up through, through the system and very sat, savvy moves by Brian Cashman in order to build a dynasty. I mean, yeah. Granted, the Yankees, yeah. Have not, granted the Yankees have not won a World Series since oh9 which, you know, that 9 team, I mean, we can go to that real quick. Um, you know, that 09 team, just give me one second.
0: Well nine teams great because they have a Rod. They got Jeter. They still got CC running it. Well, Matsui. You know, um, Hideki Matsui, who who's the uh, who's the uh, postseason MVP? But yeah, you know, I don't want um, I don't want to skip over the early two thousand Yanks. As in two thousand itself, they go back to back to back. They beat the Mets in the Subway Series in two thousand.
1: Yeah, I mean, that team, again, another great Yankees team. Um, obviously headlined by Derek Jeter. Um, Subway Series. Posada, you know, Bernie Williams. Paul O'Neill, um Scott Brocious as well. Um, Tino Martinez, you know. It was an all-around great team. And, you know, yeah, the Yankees might not have had the best record, you know, as opposed to other all-time great Yankees teams, you know, who have gone on to win World Series titles, you know. But still, an 87-74 record, still winning the East. And, you know, even though, yeah, this particular postseason, they had to battle a little bit. You know, they had to go to five games with Oakland,
0: six with Seattle, but then they played the Mets, and they beat the Mets in five. Yeah, they they beat them in five, yeah. Yeah. That leads us uh, right along to 2001, where, you know, the tragedy of 9-11, George Bush throwing out the first pitch. They get back there. They're on pace to yeah. win four in a row. They go to a Game 7 against Arizona in the World Series, and then the Famous, they're up 2-1, to one, by the way, in the ninth. And Mariano yeah. blows the game.
1: <laughs> it was the one time in, in Mariano Rivera's career.
0: That he didn't get it done.
1: Where? Yep, and let me tell you something. I was wa- I was watching a video about two weeks ago on 2000- 2001 World Series that ninth inning. I don't know if you remember this, but yeah, that uh, they were diamond winning. Tied, the tied the diamond ba- yeah, the Diamondbacks tied up the game with a home run to start off the inning, but the Diamondbacks had two bunts in that inning. The first bunt, Mariano Rivera threw away, trying to get the lead runner at second. Wow. Now, the second bunt is the bunt I want to talk about because second bunt, the Yankees end up getting the the lead runner at third. Now, Scott Brocious immediately looks to second instead of looking the first.
0: We thought he had a shot at first.
1: If you could if I could find this video for you, I'll send it over to you. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a way that we could put it in um this cat. podcast. Yeah. You know, then that would be great. But Scott Broch has had about thirty feet to work with. Wow, with the with the runner running at first, I can't I can't remember who the runner was. What a shame! But yeah, that could have been an ending double play, and that World Series would have went into extra innings. Which you know, who knows? But
0: we'll never know. Yeah. But, but that know, is that, uh, well, Luis Gonzalez.
1: Yeah, Luis Gonzalez with the little blooper. Now. In my opinion, I don't think the Yankees should have been playing in with two outs. You know, I think the Yankees should have been playing a straight a straight up defense.
0: You know, you think maybe Jeter could have got there.
1: I mean, if the Yankees were playing a straight up defense, I think Jeter definitely gets that ball. But Jeter, he's up on the grass. They're all up on the grass, you know, and that's ultimately. What killed the Yankees was the fact that, you know what, they decided with two outs we're going to play the infield in instead of playing them back. You
0: know? hey, it's it's a shame. I mean, you look through that, what it could have been, and then they don't get back there until 2003 where they actually lose to um, Florida Marlins and Josh Beckett.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that Florida Marlins
0: team. I think Miguel Cabrera uh, might have been on that team as well. Yeah.
1: He was um, along with uh, Pudge Rodriguez, Derek Lee. Wow. Um, Luis Castillo, which even though, yeah, Luis Castillo is known for dropping that pop fly in '09 with,
0: uh, against
1: yeah, Mets.
0: Yeah, against Arod. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> you
1: know, Castillo was—he was a fairly decent second baseman. Um.
0: Yeah, he just had that one blunder. Yeah. Definitely a fine uh, year, 2003 was tough. Sad to see what happened in 2004, them blowing the lead 3-0. First time in sports history where a team up 3-0 blows the lead. Yeah. That was I mean,
1: 2004
0: Two thousand four against the Red Sox, who would end up going on to win it all.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, hats off. You know, even though as much as I despise the Red Sox and everything, you know, you got to tip your cap. The credits do. I mean, Dave Ortiz... Absolutely love that team. But oh, yeah. you know, still but still, you know, two thousand four Yankees winning one hundred and one games. Kurt
0: Schilling as well. Um, Kurt Schilling as well. Yeah. Yang- Yang- Yankee Yankee killer, soccer. Yankee killer. Thing about Kurt Schilling was he was on that team with Randy Johnson in two thousand one that yeah. beat them, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I mean
1: throughout his career Kurt, Kurt Schilling just I feel like Kurt Schilling pitched his best games. Yeah. When it was against the Yankees. It was kind of like how Ken Griffey Jr. was. Yeah, um, Ken Griffey Jr. played his best games <laughs> throughout his whole career when it was against the Yankees.
0: Oh, 100%. Um,
1: you know, some Yankee kills there, but you know, that 04 team, you know, went in 101 games. Um, you know, and that team was very solid as well. You know, you had Jorge, Jeter, first year with A Rod. Um, you know, yeah. which is actually kind of surprising that, you know, um... Moving
0: A-Rod, but, moving A-Rod over to third base, remember, at the time?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, everyone knew that was going to happen. I mean, with Aaron Boone, Aaron Boone going down, I mean, that was really the only reason why the Yankees got A-Rod in the first place. You know, if Aaron Boone doesn't get hurt, who knows? Mm-hmm. But still... It's kind of odd that you acquire the best player in baseball to a team that has already been to the World Series the year prior. It was, it's essentially the same team yeah. as the year prior. And yet, the Yankees only won one World Series when A-Rod was a part of the club.
0: And that leads us right yeah. into 2009, where they have a catcher with Posada who's 37 years old, still respectable 285, they got a young Mark Chassera playing first. They got a very young Robbie Cano batting 320, followed by Jeter at 334, Arod, 33 years old, playing 124 games. Then they acquired Johnny Damon earlier. They got him, Melky Cabrera, who we hit up a little bit with the steroids on the le- on a couple podcasts ago, and then they got Swisher and Matsui. Hired, uh, followed with Gardner off the bench. I mean, that team it itself. Touch on yeah, that a little bit.
1: I mean, that team, there was no easy out in that starting nine.
0: There was and not one was out. easy out. I mean, they, the 103 wins and, of course, 59 losses fitting. But um, incredible team. Yeah, and, you know,
1: that team, too. With Gardner coming off the bench. I mean, Gar- Gardner today... Yeah, he's a he's a little slower than he was at the beginning of his career, but absolute speedster off the bench. A guy like Francisco Cervelli, you know, who provided as a very good backup catcher. Um then and
0: then, and then look, at the pitching, and look at the pitching and then look at the pitching stuff. Thirty seven year old Pettit still putting still up numbers. Getting it done. Yeah. Still
1: getting
0: it done. A young CC yeah. Um, prime CC oh prime um, CC look I mean job Chamberlain
1: <laughs> I mean, job chamber Java Chamberlain he he was a bust in the majors you know I really, I really don't like the fact that you know the Yankees decided to um switch him from reliever to starter but you know that that's a whole nother
0: debate. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is all another but, debate.
1: But then you look at um, Yankees' bullpen. Mario, let's start off with Mariano Rivera again. One seven, 1.76 ERA.
0: It's incredible. With days. 66 innings pitched as a closer.
1: Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: Phil Hughes. Uh,
1: Phil Hughes actually ended up being in the Yankees' rotation.
0: You're right, um, yeah. You're right, you did. Um, for, he did. David Robertson.
1: David Robertson was an amazing setup man for Gianna Rivera. He was. That's really, you know, that's really the first time you really see a very solid bullpen. Mm-hmm. You know. 100%.
0: Where, yeah, 100%. You know. It
1: um,
0: It was solid
1: where you see, really, there's no easy inning. And, you know, as of today's standards, you know, starting pitchers are going less and less and less, and what we're seeing is teams more loading up their bullpens, you know. And this 0-9 Yankees team, they sort of got ahead of the curve because starting pitchers for the Yankees, they really had a only go five or six innings because they had Phil Koch, David Robertson, and Mariano Rivera. Yeah. And also and also not a lot of guys not a lot of people remember him. But um Alfredo Sandis, you know, and Onan was a very solid reliever for the Yankees. He went
0: ten and one. Yeah. That's a solid record.
1: Yeah. Very very solid. And
0: Yankees ended the decade great, two thousand nine, and that just led right into the two thousand tens that just ended where they didn't get to not even a World Series, nevertheless even win one.
1: Talk, talk to that yeah. a little bit. I mean, 2010s, you know. It's tough. It's, it's, tough, it's a tough scene, you know. Um, throughout the decade, you know, you, you kind of see a little bit of a downfall.
0: I think we lost him. Let me, uh, let me try to make sure he's back on the podcast. But, yeah, no, definitely uh, tough of a downfall. I mean, you look through the... Uh, the decades and it's just tough. You look at you look at the 2013. I mean, only 85 wins. You look through, not too bad in the early 2010s, as in they're getting to ALCSs, but nothing incredible. Um, Brian Cashman doing a fine job. I mean, Girardi as the manager, uh, not not terrible. Um, and then as they get into the later years, they hit the 90 wins. 2017, they lose to the Astros, um, in the ALCS. I was actually at one of those games. That was tough. Um, and then same with 2018 when they lose to Boston. You know, we covered this in an earlier podcast, as in you know, possibly the the debate of you know cheating, cheating, maybe not. Um, you know, we might never know. Um, and then obviously last year, which would happen with uh, when they lost to the Astros in the ALCS again. Astros is a great great team with. Uh, 2010s, but just last year alone, 103 wins, 59 losses, uh, solid year, and that wraps up. You know the decade. This, you know, 2020 going into it, high. First of all, hopefully we can play it with this whole COVID thing going on, but uh, high standards for the team. Big guy like Cole coming in, obviously. Um, hopefully, should be strong uh, going in with everybody watching. You know, big guy Cole. Big guy Judge, returning Gardner. We'll see how he could play. Uh, and you just look at that lineup at Stanton, even at a DH position. So uh, yeah, that's where I asked you, the audience, you know, what you thought of the greatest Yankee decades. You got them lined out all. And like I said, I was going to discuss at the end what I thought about the greatest Yankee team. Of all time. And I broke it down into three groups. I have possibly the 61 Yankees. Like I discussed before. Team 109 wins. Winning the World Series. 4-1 um, over Cincinnati. And Yogi, Mickey, and Maris. Maris breaking the, uh, the home run record that Babe set years prior. I have the 61. I obviously have the 1998 Yankees. Um, 98 Yankees. Great team, 114 wins, winning the World Series over, like I said before, a sorrowful uh, San Diego Padre team. Uh, Respectable numbers, like I said, Jeter, 324 at the plate, really leading everything, uh, along with Bernie. So, uh, right there alone, great year, great year Paul O'Neill, the Warrior. And then, in my opinion, the the greatest Yankee team, and possibly of all time, the uh, 1927 New York Yankees. Uh, prime Murders Row going into the 27 season, um, 110 wins, great playoff appearance, you know, sweeping Pittsburgh Pirates in the World Series. And like I said, I just want to go through their prime players. You got, you got a guy like Lou Gehrig batting three seventy three with 47 home runs, and then obviously the the, the all-star of the team, the greatest season as a player that we've seen up until '61 with Maris, but Babe Ruth hitting 60 home runs and batting 356, along with Earl Combs, who hit 356. So, right there alone, you had it here. Um, my personal favorite and my opinion of the greatest Yankee team of all time. Um, let us know, shoot in the comment, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to tune in to next time. This is 59th Avenue Productions. Catch you on the cast.